Do you ever find yourself working with low intensity without a clear purpose? If so, the solution may be the introduction of deadlines throughout your day. Deadlines will dramatically boost every aspect of your work, and they can even improve your sleep. I'm Sharif Yunus with Dr. Kevin Majors, and this is The Golden Hour. Our online masterclass will teach you the neuroscience behind the deadline benefit and the many other best practices that will help you to work at your best. In this four-week masterclass available on OptumWork.com, Dr. Majors will guide you through all the key ideas of OptumWork with exercises provided to help you master them. Now let's get started. Hey, this is Sharif Yunus here with another episode of The Golden Hour, joined by Dr. Kevin Majors. Kevin, great to be here with you again. Hey, Sharif, great to be here. Well, Kevin, we recently got an inquiry for someone, from someone who wanted to learn more about the deadline benefit. And so I was thinking, well, I'll just direct them to our podcast episode about the deadline benefit. Uh, and then I was looking through and I realized, well, I don't think we have one. Uh, which was surprising to me because I thought well, it's about time that we made one. Uh, but it's such a core concept. Past time. Way past time. You know, uh, we're, we're overdue. So, uh, so I thought we would now just focus this episode on the deadline benefit, um, which is in many ways a key concept for us. Uh, so maybe we can just start with d- discussing what is the deadline benefit? How do, does a person benefit from setting deadlines. Okay, sure. It's, it is a, an important topic. And essentially the deadline is benefit is just simply the benefit you get from having a very clear stop time. And I think this is what makes any task something definite, something shapeable. It's a limit. Otherwise, if you don't have a stop time, a simple email could take like, you know, 20 minutes but if you had said, okay, I'm going to spend, you know, five minutes crafting this email and, and I'll send it. it. It just is a parameter for your mind. So you know how, how many, you know, much of like your inner resource should you be committing to this? How much time should you be committing to this? So the way we tend to prioritize things, you know, it comes in the amount of time we allot to them. And it's better that we do that deliberately rather than in some kind of way automatically. So the deadline benefit is simply whatever you're working on. If you set a very clear deadline, you make that task into something definite. And that brings then uh, these, a whole, actually a number of very good benefits that come to you from that. Yeah, I, I think it, it comes in an hour of work, certainly. I mean, we, we recommend this for the golden hour. I mean, that's one of the key steps is giving yourself a stop time. And then another key area is, the end of the day. So for those who have uh, taken the masterclass or thinking of taking it, there is a whole best practice on stopping the day on time, the benefits that you get from establishing a very clear end time. What are, what are, what are kind of all the areas where the, you get the, the deadline benefit? What are the ones that jump out to you where people could be looking to like implement this advice right away? Yeah. Well, I think that if you look at it and what is it that makes work work? Like, what's the definition of work itself? I think it, the definition I would use is ordered and sustained effort. 
So work is when you are putting order into your upcoming effort, you know, so that you, that effort has a certain intensity to it. So, and that it's sustained. So, because otherwise it, it would, you know, you could be doing something here and doing something here, kind of mulling around doing things, but to really work something is to, you have ordered, sustained effort until the task is complete. But so many of our tasks don't have an internal completion point. That it's potentially unlimited how much time we can put in, you know, to just say, you know, sending emails or, or responding to people or having phone calls. Well, so the deadline allows us to actually have order and intensity and constancy. And those really are the ideals that constitute work. Work is whatever you are able to do with order, intensity, constancy. And so you can see that if you have a deadline, the first thing is order is possible now. Because that allows you to have priorities. It allows us to set how much time you're going to be giving to different things. How many steps are you going to put in before that deadline? So if you know, you're writing a paper, you might think of how many, okay, I have this many sections to do and this is the deadline. So then you can set sub-deadlines. So, you know, for, for each of the parts, the entire ability, like in order to put order into a chunk of time, there needs to be an end time to it. So order then is what allows you to have intensity. Now you know what to apply yourself to. Otherwise you'd constantly be second guessing yourself. So, but then the deadline benefit also has its own kind of add to the intensity of the work. Because as you are approaching a deadline, you get adrenaline to help you to, to, you know, to, for this, because now you have a very specific challenge, you've done a very specific time. And as that deadline approaches, rather than flagging as the time goes on, you actually get adrenaline to carry you through. And it maintains then your, it helps you maintain this intensity throughout it. And then the constancy is that you're allowed to more completely fulfill the plan you had started with with full intensity. And it's actually, you could say the deadline benefit is most identified with constancy. Because you're working constantly up until the deadline. You know, it's, exactly. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I, I think part of it is is having the sense that in your work, maybe people have a, a binary view of work. I'm either did it or I didn't. I'm either done or I'm not. And one thing that, this requires a shift in mentality from to seeing work as kind of like uh, it can be done better or worse. So if someone asked you to write a paper in five minutes, well, you would probably just write two sentences of like, here's my main idea and why. Uh, if someone gave, if they gave you an hour, maybe you would write a little bit more. If they gave you 10 hours, you'd write more. If they gave you a thousand hours. You know, so you, the more time you have, the better you can do something. And, but you can always do something better. So you have to get used to establishing a deadline for how much time are you going to give to this particular task? Yeah. And those are all totally different papers you would write. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can't even really talk about the paper unless you have a sense of what's the limit on it. Like an in-class essay, you know, very different standard than a paper you would write. You know, it's just because it's understood that there's a different deadline and they, you know, but still they, uh, so they serve different purposes or different kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what you were mentioning earlier that the once you have the deadline, 
then it becomes a definite thing that you can then shape and, and craft. Yeah. So I think that there is a sense in which anytime we're doing something, it's good that we have a stop time. So if you're uh, going to be you know, spending time, it could be, in, in, you know, there's some types of work that are kind of light and amorphous, like emailing, responding to people. But even then, it's always good to have a sense that I'm not just going to sit down and do this until it's done, but I'm going to work on this for a certain amount of time. And that helps you to prioritize what are the ones that you need to respond to first. Because if you have infinite time, then you can't prioritize anything. There's something like mathematical about that. But uh, but once it's definite, now it's like, okay, now I can prioritize in the next, I'm going to work on this stuff for, you know, I'm going to do emails for 20 minutes. Okay, so what's the most important one? Okay, and then you're going to see, oh, I have like three important ones. Okay, then I'll do three minutes each and then I'll read, you know. So any any kind of prudence in work involves having a set amount of time to work with. I think this is also true of even just things like socializing and other, you know, that if you're going to, just having it open-ended, like, well, who knows? You know, it, it, is it one hour? Is it six hours? It's, it's a very different type of thing. And when you're going to a, a you know friend's house, you'd want to know if you're, they're having you over for dinner, like, you know, what was the uh, intended? Is this meant to be a very long thing, an all-day thing? So, so, so even in like social things, you always will tend to have a deadline in mind or like a stop time. So maybe that you know that's less apropos for work, but I think for any task that to be shaped though, uh, setting a deadline is an important element so that um, yes, yeah, so that you can like actually give it your all, give it your best. Yeah. Otherwise it wouldn't be shaped. Right, right. And and you, you often give the example of a meeting as kind of the quintessential thing that, that needs a deadline to be shaped, right? That as you're going through a meeting, you have this sense of how long it's supposed to be in the agenda and, and what you need to get through in that time. And so you'll you'll have an intuitive sense of, okay, are we going through at the right pace? Are we going through on time? Interesting that as as you point out, the meeting you have you have the stop time but you also have the agenda and with the golden hour as we suggest we have stop time and agenda uh so or and, and steps i should say Stra- strategy and steps uh so w- w- what's the connection between those two things how, how how does the deadline benefit kind of pair with the agenda or the steps well so it is what is giving your default mode network the 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 thing to be shaped so that it can pull you through the steps one after another. So when when I think for meetings you need to have a shared agenda. So that, you know, for for instance, in stand-up meetings, you know, company, you know, you'll each person will talk. So so and if each person is talking, then they'll be able to, you know that okay, we have you know five people to get through and there's 15 minutes. So if one person takes too long, everyone will have a sense that, okay, time to move on. I think our default attentions work together to pull us through. And so you know that this is the agenda. This is what we have to get through. So this is what it's going to take. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, to me, the most important deadline benefit to, to start uh, adding is at the end of the day, is to have a stop time for your day. Do you, th- do you, think, do you find that to be the most important one? In a way, that's just putting the bounds on work as a whole. So that only makes sense to do if you have other things in life that perhaps are more important than work. 
I think people should. So I think that the idea is that you're, you know, like ultimately it's not just about getting more things done, but it's about what kind of person are you making yourself into? And so the, the end of the day puts a limit on work itself in your life. So it puts a limit on, and that's really, really necessary. So the best way of honoring, you know, like the people in your life is ending your work on time so that you can be home on time, you know, and if, 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 you know, people, I know a lot of, uh, I think actually the, it's, there are these really, you know, sad, you know, statistics, like something like 30% of millennials, when they're asked how many friends they have, the answer is zero. So but it's, it's, it's a very high number. But you can see that if you don't have any friends outside of work and if your family's far away, then you end up just working without any end time because there's nothing else to do. But then that's a vicious cycle because how are you going to make friends if you're working? You know, so, so either, so it's like you need the, the day to end, the work day to end so that you can have time for relationships, so that you can have time for rest, so that you can have time for a deeper enriching of your learning. And, and there's all these things that, that we need the time outside of work for, you know, exercise. And well, so, so it's just, that's how you give importance to the rest of work, you know, is by putting a limit on your work day. So in that case, you actually get this huge benefit to the rest of life that it is capable now of being prioritized because work just doesn't fill the time that's available to it. That's what, you know, Parkinson's law that work will, you know, fill the expanse just to fill the time available. Yeah. But that kind of cuts both ways. It means the work is kind of not high quality. You know, it's, it's diffuse. And it also means that the rest of life gets crowded out. Yeah. It's lower density work, lower intensity. work. Exactly. So just like we want people all through the work day to be having all on. And then like in the golden hour, some kind of, we could call a sprint and then all off that there's a break, you know, and then all on again, but then you need to have the the end of the whole day is what sets the limit to that. Uh, and so as a result too, this gets rid of the afternoon slump. That having a very clear stop time that you know is not negotiable will give people more energy in the afternoon. So that as, as the day goes on and they have all this stuff that they still want to get to, well, now they can. This is how they do that. You know, that they're going to make sure that they're intensely working for the afternoon rather than half working. Yeah, if, if you approach, say, three or four o'clock and you know you're going to leave at six o'clock and you have a bunch of things to do, that, that kind of gets your adrenaline going, right? Oh, I only have two more hours to do all these things. Uh, whereas if you have a habit of staying late till eight, nine, ten, then, well, it's four o'clock and I have six hours to get all these things done, you know, you're not even going to think about the deadline. Uh, so it's going to be low intensity. Yeah. So I think there's, there we're talking about the effect of deadlines on intensity. And, and, and that is really important that they are a great way. No, you have to hold the deadline to be, you have to like hold it pretty seriously. The people I found that do this the best are those that are in, in the Boston area. Uh, typically people who take the commuter train, because if they miss one train, it's going to be, uh, it could be a long time before the next one. And so they, they really do, it's like, it's not trivial if they miss it. And so they are 
determined to get to that on time. And so they tend to be people that actually some of those are people that in talking to them, I kind of saw, whoa, this is really transformative. In general, then, you know, they actually do get an increase in energy as it ends. But I just want to say there are also the cases of people where, okay, the deadline benefit does give you intensity. You know, and if you need more intensity, you have other deadlines, sub-deadlines. And so you have little deadlines throughout in your golden hours. You set something ambitious so that to do it, you'd actually have to sustain intensity throughout that hour. You know, and it's much easier. If intensity is required in some way, it's much easier to give it. But over time then, we'd kind of think if people keep using the deadline benefit, they would you know, conceivably get to the point where they're able to consistently work with intensity. It's like an internal pacing that they've developed, that they're just all on, and that when they're working, they're fully giving it. You could say like, well, well then what benefit would they have for it? You know, and I think it's that they would still benefit from the order, the benefit, you know, like that it improves order because now you can prioritize your work better. So you can be planning out the steps in advance. Constancy is how you keep correcting course, you know, and so constancy would also still be capable of that they get better at planning out their steps in advance, prioritizing things continually, correcting course continually. Deadlines are necessary for all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, uh, one thing that really helped me in terms of uh, getting rid of distractions, basically like social media work or email at work, uh, you know, excessive checking of email is that sense. Well, I only have till 5.30, I would leave, I guess, at 5.15 p.m. at that time. Uh, so I have till 5.15. I can't just spend time on social media right now or I can't check email again. I just don't have time to do that. Um, so yeah, I think the, the deadline benefit... I guess that's yeah, where intensity and and order are very closely related. That that you have that sense that you have to prioritize better because of the limited time that you have. Yeah, and if and if you don't feel like you have limited time, then maybe there, are, you know, it's there are hidden costs to giving work all the time you can fill. You know, and and the cost is relationships. You know, and your own character and your kind of the depth of character you end up becoming kind of superficial in a way because you just become one thing. It's just work. And all other interests get squeezed out. All other hobbies get squeezed out. All their learning gets squeezed out. So the kind of, all the richness of, of life and character is protected by having really clear deadlines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And Kevin, I know another area that you really like to talk about, I'm surprised you haven't brought it up yet, uh, is the deadline benefit applied to sleep. Uh, yes. Which now gets to probably your favorite topic. So I just wanted to give you that opening to to relate the two. Well, it's interesting to me that our our brains are made for deadlines, you know, and sleep is no exception. So when people, I get all, a lot of feedback on the masterclass in day five. We talk about sleep, you know, and people there um, will will be saying that they're in a haze when they first wake up, you know? And so the idea of jumping out of bed, uh, you know, uh, you know, it just seems like it's quite a stretch, you know, but they're kind of, they're up for it. The reason I tell people to jump is you want that, the ending of sleep, the response to the alarm, to the deadline, to be something serious. 
the so it's a bright line. If you keep snoozing, there's no bright line. Well, the brighter that line is that you're going to respect this alarm no matter what, the better your brain then gets at preparing you for it so that when it comes, you're not hazy. There's, there's, there are, there's uh, myriad mechanisms in the brain that need to turn on and get revved up for you to really be cognitively at your, the top of your game. But a lot of that, it needs to start right at the moment when you're going to wake up and it needs a little bit of preparation. So your brain will get you prepared for the alarm if you don't hit snooze, if you honor the deadline. keep Because there's a deadline benefit for sleep that you just get better architecture in sleep and better response then of your body temperature rising on time, cortisol levels changing and rising on time. There are uh, how your body uses NAD and stuff for energy. All this stuff, your body really does want to have like a crisp wakening so that, and then it gets you ready. Now, so I think that the, that's, there are many reasons uh, to jump out of bed, you know, the moment your arm first sounds. Uh, but, uh, but certainly like the improved quality of sleep is a little bit like improved intensity of work, improved order of work. So it's just like sleep works better. It gets the job done much better when there's a clear deadline for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. And then uh, the last thing that I wanted to ask you about was now relating this to the whole of life because uh, we did uh, an episode recently on essentialism, which is the idea of just keeping in mind, you know, what your top priority in life is. What is your number one goal? And it seems like, you know, death is a kind of deadline that gives a benefit to then, uh, you know, helping you to think about, okay, what really does matter to me most? What do I want to accomplish in my life? So I don't know if you could speak to that. Yeah. A little bit. Well, it's, in fact, just, just this morning, a very good friend's, uh, you know, father died uh, and somewhat, somewhat expected, which I think is, is, is great. He knew that, um, his, uh, they turned out the defibrillator, uh, just a couple of days ago. So he knew that at any moment, you know, he mm-hmm. would, he would die because he needed the defibrillator, but it just wasn't working anymore. And he's, there's all these things, but he was very well prepared for the end, you know, and there's this, you know, the saying, you know, um, teach us to number our days that we may gain wisdom of heart, you know, and that is just so profound that, if you think of your life as unlimited, just it goes on and on, you know, just like an hour of work or a day, um, you end up not making any preparation beyond that. And you think that you have endless time to achieve all your goals and to become the person you want to become. But that's in fact not true. So, and, you know, and to, to, you know, to sit down in an hour, if you work as if you had infinite time to work, you would have infinitely diffuse work and you would, you would do nothing. And that's how I think a lot of people live because they think that they're going to have infinite time. And so they're not really working on like, okay, like what's lasting? You know, and what are the, what are the investments I can make in myself right now that actually last? However people think of that, you at least need to be, I think, asking the question because without the stop time, you can't prioritize 
And you don't also live intensely. You know, I think that's true for the hour. It's true for a meeting. You know, and you can't course correct. You need to make sure that you're getting back on time. That feeling of getting, oh, okay, we all need to get back on the agenda because the meeting is just about to end. So there's the course correction of constancy. But you don't you need that in life too. So as I, you know, to to have priorities in life requires mm-hmm. you have a sense of its finitude. To live intensely and to actually be grateful for each day, to be appreciating each day, and not to have a sense that you have infinite number of days. You know, you have a very finite number of days that each needs to be shaped. You know, and so there's a course correction also that can take place to make sure that we're becoming the person that we want to be. Uh, but I think that that's actually, so deadlines give us wisdom. I think that's actually yeah. the shortest way of saying it, that they actually make wisdom possible um, for an hour, a day, or a life. Yeah, that's right. And for a podcast episode. Great. Well, Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, great, great, Shreef. Great to, great to talk again. Yep. We'll be back next week. Well, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to check out OptumWork.com for a set of online tools to help you engage challenge in your life. See you next week.